welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter Lindsay Pilares and a special guest from NBC Sports Bay Area, Matt Mayoko. Matt, thank you so much for sitting down with Lindsay and I and talking some 49ers football this morning. It is my pleasure, and I know we have plenty to talk about. All right. So today we're going to recap the 49ers victory over the Arizona Cardinals as the final win of the regular season and also take a look forward to the beginning of the postseason. So yesterday, the 49ers came out with a 38 to 13 win against the Cardinals at Levi Stadium, sweeping the NFC West division for the first time since 1997 and also marking the team's 10th straight win to close out the regular season. Lindsay, yesterday's contest started out a little slow, but how were the 49ers able to pick up the pace and find control of the game? Yeah, I think um, the score right before the half gave the team a lot of great momentum and then just some halftime adjustments. They kind of came out with a vengeance um, and we actually heard George Kittle talk about it post game that they felt the slow start at the beginning of the game, got into the huddle and he told the team to take a breath and that They really needed to put their best foot forward in this because they didn't want the game to be a grinder last second decision. They wanted to, you know, play the way they've been playing for the last 10 games. Um, So I think it was just a matter of just some halftime readjustments, getting everything, getting everybody on the same page and then, you know, charging towards the finish line. Now, Matt, yesterday's game sort of mirrored what the 49ers regular season looked like. A little slow to start, but finishing with a win streak. Can you tell me about what your biggest takeaway is from the 2022 regular season with just how hectic it's been and what makes this season stand out amongst the over 20 years you've been covering the team? I think it's been the most fascinating season I've ever covered. And I I don't say that lightly. I just think that when you look at where this team began, I mean, it was going to be an interesting season anyway with Trey Lance at quarterback. Then Jimmy Garoppolo comes back you know, a week before the start of the regular season. And you kind of have this thing in the back of your mind where you're like, man, Trey better get off to a good start or there's going to be rumblings to get Jimmy in there. And then Trey, unfortunately, goes down with the injury week two. Jimmy steps in and then the 49ers, you know, they, they spin their wheels a little bit there at the beginning, but then they take off. And right when you think, okay, they're, they're starting to hit their stride a little bit, then Jimmy goes down. And then Brock Purdy steps in, and Brock Purdy is playing great football. I mean, it's just been an amazing season to watch on so many levels. And then behind that is, you know, the defense that's, you know, ends up as the number one ranked defense in the league, both in yards allowed and scoring. And then all of that, too. You know, the, the team doesn't often make these huge blockbuster midseason deals, but that's exactly what they did to get Christian McCaffrey. So you add another star to an already star studded cast. And, you know, two days after he arrives, 49ers have one of their lowest moments of the season, just getting crushed by Kansas City. But then that is the last time they have experienced defeat this season. So to end on a 10 game winning streak with the storied history, that this team has for that to be the longest season ending win streak in club history just kind of tells you all you need to know about how unique this season has been. It's been a fun one for sure. 
Lindsay, after Sunday's game wrapped up, it was still unclear as to who the 49ers were going to face in the first round of the playoffs. With week 18 coming to a close, can you update us as to what the full NFC playoff picture looks like? Yeah, sure. Most importantly, uh, we will start with our opponent because that's coming next week. We are playing the Seattle Seahawks. Um, They are the seventh seed after the Detroit Lions were able to get the win at a very cold-looking Lambeau Field, it looks like, on Sunday Night Football. Um, rest of the NFC, um, the Philadelphia Eagles to get that coveted number one seed. Um, and then also playing wild card weekend or actually Monday night, it sounds like it'll be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the number five seed Cowboys. And then the Minnesota Vikings locked up that number three seed and they will face the Giants. Um, so yeah, it'll be the third time that, um, the 49ers will be playing the Seattle Seahawks. The good thing, as always, of course, it will be played at Levi Stadium. Um, so going for that third straight win uh, against, a, you know, an NFC rival. Oh, man. Division rivals up to battle for Wild Card Weekend. Matt, can you shine some light as to what this rivalry is like, especially in the playoffs? We've faced the Seahawks twice this season. What makes it different now in the postseason? Well, I, it's kind of surprising that as well as you know both teams have played you know in recent history you know i'm just thinking about from 2011 when the 49ers were in the playoffs and uh you know made it to the nfc championship game three straight years and that kind of that time kind of overlapped with seattle and and the one super bowl they had and two super bowl appearances the the thing that's interesting is this is the only second time that these teams have met in the postseason and you kind of have to think about that because at the end of the 2019 season, that kind of felt like a playoff game because of the atmosphere up there. And of course, Dre Greenlaw makes the play to, to end that game. Uh, that was, you know, before this last season, that was basically the only time the 40 hours have beaten Seattle up there in the past decade. So it, there's just a, it's a good rivalry this is a good time for the rivalry because both teams are, you know, somewhat equal as far as both of them being playoff teams. Um, it's just, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure exactly why there's this rivalry. I think, uh, I think in the early days in 2011 for a while, it was because of Jim Harbaugh and, and Pete Carroll. Um, Pete Carroll is still there and, but the names and the faces have changed, you know, no, you know, Richard Sherman was with Seattle. Then he was with, the 49ers and now he's retired uh one of the the major nemesis that the 49ers had through those years was russell wilson he's not there anymore and so this is definitely a different look rivalry when you're talking about geno smith on one side and brock purdy on the other but i don't think it dampens the enthusiasm that both fan bases and both rosters and both organizations have for a 49ers-Seattle Seahawks matchup. Right. Lindsay, the team talked about it right after the game yesterday, saying that the playoffs are a completely different beast from the regular season. 
But what is the team's mindset heading into the postseason, especially with them looking even stronger than the past couple of games with wide receiver Debo Samuel and running back Elijah Mitchell back in action? Yeah, so I think the team is obviously super excited to have just another two huge playmakers back in the fold. You you can't replace guys like Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell. And kind of one thing we heard in the press conferences over and over. And I think it was especially uh, impactful when I heard Nick Bosa say it, just because he doesn't often talk uh, at great lengths, but he did say that he is really emphasizing that he just doesn't want this team to go to waste because this team is so special. And that was echoed through every player. Um, And I think another thing that the team is really focusing on is that it, they say it over and over again. It's a one and O season. Fred Warner said that because, you know, you if now in the playoffs, it's it's one and done. So you can't make it to the next round, obviously, without getting a win in the current step that you're in. So I think that is very much the mindset. Worry about the opponent at hand before getting caught up in the ultimate goal, which obviously is still there, but a lot of work to do beforehand. So Matt, as the team hunkers down and sets their focus to the Seattle Seahawks, In what areas of their game do the 49ers really need to make sure they get right before Saturday? As head coach Kyle Shanahan said himself after the game that there are some areas for improvements. Well, it's tough to nitpick on a a team that finishes the season with a 10 game winning streak and, you know, it is the hottest team in football, but, you know, as Lindsay just said, I mean, the, the, uh, it, it, all it takes is one bad bounce, one mistake, one turnover, whatever. And that, that momentum of the season kind of goes down the tubes. I I would say the only thing, the only concern would be, you know, the thing that popped up in the Las Vegas Raiders game where the 40 hours defense was susceptible to, to some breakdowns. They had some blown coverages. They made it kind of easy or the Raiders to pile up 34 points and 500 yards of total offense with each game, the 49ers are going to be facing a better offense, a bigger challenge through the postseason. They just have to, you know, like all the players were saying, it's, it's a one game season. You know, you play Seattle, you win that, you move on to the next week, but you can't get too far ahead of yourself. But it's, I guess it's um, a pretty good position to be in when the one concern that I come up with is, on the side of the ball where the 49ers were clearly the best in the NFL this entire season. The offense looks really good with Brock Purdy and with all those, mm-hmm. all those offensive playmakers who are coming back. Um, you know, the offensive line is by and large played together this entire season. So they seem to be coming around at a, at a good time as well. I just don't know that, you know, there's another team in the league right now that heads into the postseason looking as good and feeling as good as the 49ers. I mean, this is the most healthy we've seen them pretty much all season. Yeah, hopefully they can carry that win streak and the good vibes into the postseason. But that'll do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me throughout the week and Matt for being our special guest on today's episode. My pleasure, Brianna. Don't forget to check out 49ers You've Got Mail podcast on all platforms to hear exclusive one-on-one interviews with 49ers players, staff, and alumni. For more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify, and you can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in.